hi there, Hannah here, and welcome to another episode of the CAS Pod, the Community Action Suffolk podcast. You may know us as CAS, and we are the go-to organisation for voluntary, community and social enterprise organisations right here in Suffolk. We exist to support the sector and help you to help others. This episode of CAFPOD is another of our slightly different formats, where rather than a story of an organisation from the sector, we talk about a relevant topic with a key professional to glean lots of tips and increase our understanding or awareness. This time, we're talking social value. So I'm delighted to welcome back Katrina Browning from Suffolk County Council. Hello, Katrina. Hi, Hannah. Now, you joined us on a previous episode to talk about climate change. Um, Listeners, please do go and find that one if you haven't already to learn a bit more about that and how you can help the efforts. But for those of you who haven't heard that particular podcast, Katrina, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Um, I'm the, uh, well, I'm one of one of four senior procurement business partners in our procurement team at Suffolk County Council. Um, And I've been there a number of years. I've been at the council over 20 years. Um, prior to that, I worked for the Department of Health at the National, the NHS National Purchasing Unit. So I'm a buyer through and through. So you always see me going for the red labels in the supermarkets trying to get the bargains. <laughs> so let's talk social value then. Social value is a term that's been around for many years. Um, in fact, you and I did some work on it probably about five or six years ago now. Goodness, time flies. But there have been some more recent developments that we're hopefully going to hear more about in this episode. But can we start with the absolute basics for anyone that doesn't know, what is social value? So social value is one of those words um, that's that's used very broadly, but we actually have um, legislation in place. We have the Public Services Social Value Act, um, which clearly defines social value and asks the public sector to consider building social value into the work, into what they were commissioning. So it, it basically asks the public sector when they were purchasing services to consider additionality that could be delivered um, and brought into the contract regarding three relevant areas, which which covers environmental, social and economic. And it just asked the public sector to consider it. But the social value being delivered um, needed to be delivered in, in the relevant area. So it's it's very, very specific. So is it about the sort of the added value that that the the normal projects and services that we might deliver it's about the added value that they bring on top in yes it's about the added value but the the added value needs to be delivered in the relevant area so in the main it tends to be the relevant area of the organization it's commissioning so for Suffolk County Council the relevant area tends to be Suffolk so as an organization it's the additionalities that can be not only built into the contract and written into the specification as additionalities but additionalities the organization delivers in their own right and um, so whilst it's very specific that it has to be delivered in the relevant area there's an awful lot of scope about how that additionality can be delivered okay so the relevant area varies depending on who's contracting and the geographic area of that contract yes. Yes, it does. Okay, and and do you have to evaluate social value when you you tender for a contract? The um the Public Services Act, when it came in 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 two thousand and thirteen, um asked us to consider it. So as the Suffolk County Council were asked to consider, um however, as of last year, central government now have to evaluate social value, um and they have to consider it with a minimum weight of ten percent. 
So we're now seeing the NHS, for example, including social value in the tenders when they hadn't been um, included quite so much in the past. We've got new procurement regulations um, that are waiting to pass through Parliament at the moment. They'll come into force in 2023. Um, and when they do, social value is front and centre of those procurement rules. And we'll see it bedded in far more strongly into public sector procurement than it is now. And that's great, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we've, I know we, you and I certainly, <clears throat> excuse me, you and I certainly have talked about uh, social value in the past and the weighting of the tenders and how important actually that is to, to have those weightings in the contract to actually make people consider their social value because, you know, we, we've always been big advocates of it because it's only going to be beneficial to our wider communities, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. So if, if you're an organisation and you're not actually looking to tender for contracts with the public sector, though, why, why would social value be of interest to them? Um, on, on, on two fronts. So for VCSE organisations, knowing the social value that they deliver. Um, so this the additionality that they deliver over and above is useful for them in terms of promoting themselves. And when they're asking, um, when they're putting in grant applications, for example, um, but it's also a really useful tool for them to support the activities that they're doing within our communities. So suppliers that are contracting with public sector um, will be looking to deliver social value in communities. And so they'll be looking to partner with organisations um, and work with the local initiatives that are going to benefit the local community. And when we're looking at broad themes such as economic and social, um, it covers an awful lot of scope. So most of your VCSE organisations will be able to um, use social value in those three themes um, as a tool to get support or benefit or funding or partnering with an organisation that might be able to offer them um, additional volunteers um, or support um, with the activities that they're doing. It's also a really nice motivator for staff, I think. You know, you're not just delivering what you're for want of better words, paid to deliver, or um, you're not just volunteering because that you're helping that specific person. Actually, the knock-on effect of what you're doing that goes much wider than that is, is really motivating and really satisfying to me. Absolutely. So, so what does social value look like in our communities then? Um, well, in the work that we did previously, Hannah, going back a number of years now, um, we talked to our commissioners about social value and asked them, you know, what does social value look like um, and how do we build social value into our into our contracts and get greater community benefit here in Suffolk? Um, and they asked exactly the same question. Um, they said, look, we need to understand social value more. We need to know what it looks like. Um, and when we talk to our contractors, we need our contractors to know what it looks like too. So um, in Suffolk, we've created the, the Suffolk Social Value Ask. Um, so Suffolk County Council have got an annual ask that we publish on our website and it articulates um, social value that meets our priorities um, and meets our commissioners' priorities. So, you know, under the three main themes, it, it could be in terms of social, it could be supporting community initiatives um, it could be offering suitcases for children in care um, or storage facilities or promoting volunteering within their organisation um, and supporting or paying their staff to actually um, do volunteer hours during the working time or allowing their time off, time off or flexible working to be able to do that. 
Um, it could be funding um, services out in the community, supporting mental health services, for example. Um, if we're looking at um, economic initiatives, it, the range is also um, just as broad from being a good employer um, to employing people furthest from the workforce and supporting people back into work, um, offering automatic interviews for those um, not in employment currently, um, if they meet the job spec requirements, um, giving guaranteed interviews for children in care or children leaving care applying for posts. Um, environmentally, um, again, broad spectrum from reducing the carbon impact um, to promoting biodiversity in our communities um, with wildflower beds and increased tree planting and carbon offsetting. Um, our climate change, our social value annual ask um, does get reviewed annually um, and we update it as new initiatives come through and it's articulating um, a wide range of, of um, requests from our skills commissioners and our social care commissioners um, it, it's designed to enable organisations to look at it, pick up ideas and walk away with three or four ideas that works for them as an organisation um, and next time they go back and look at it to again to be able to pick up additional ideas further. So it's a really simple list that articulates our priorities as Suffolk County Council um, and ideas about how they just can be delivered locally here. And it's those ideas that are so important, isn't it? Because I think a lot of people um, probably now understand the concept much more so than they did, they did five years ago, but it, it's how they can directly apply it to themselves and, and those ideas and sharing best practice, as we know, there's, nothing beats that in terms of helping people to understand how they can do something. Working with our supply chain, um, the feedback we've had is that our markets want to do good. Um, yeah. They just need to make, they, they just need it to be really easy so they know what to do. So it's baby steps in the right direction. So if you make it really clear and you keep your messages simple, um, they will go on that journey. And then it's about motivating people to go a bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> just whether or not we're looking at climate change or whether or not we're looking at um you know improving our communities here in Suffolk it's it's about going in the right direction yeah absolutely it's it's that simplicity it's starting somewhere it's exactly the same as we were talking about when we we did the climate change podcast it's it's starting somewhere and putting your your foot on the ladder um and off you go so the other thing that we get asked a lot at, at CAF is I understand the concept. I kind of know what I have to do, but how do I measure it? This is where people get really stuck is how do I measure social value without spending thousands of pounds on something like a social return on investment? Um, measuring social value is the biggest barrier that we have because it's, it's just such a stumbling block for everybody. Um, it's difficult to measure. Um, there are a number of different measurement tools out there. The most commonly used is one called TOMS, um, which is recognised as the national measurement tool. Um, it's a, a very, it's effectively a very long list of metrics that's designed as a framework um, to have additional plugins added to it on a on a regular basis. Um, and the the TOMS measurement tool is overseen by the National Social Value Task Force, um, of which I'm a member. Um, and um, the TOMS is reviewed every two years with those additional additional plugins. The, um, the, the framework is set up so you have financial metrics against the measures. 
So it allows us to put a financial value um, when you map your social value to it. Interestingly enough, the central government tool that's been developed over the last um, year and a half, um, whilst it has a lot of commonality with TOMS, it doesn't have the same financial metrics against it. Okay, so and is is there a cost to using TOMS? TOMS is a measurement tool. Um, as a freestanding spreadsheet, is free to use. Um, when you start plugging that in into um, a way of measuring it in a nice way that creates nice reports then there's a very big cost attached to it um, Tom's is facilitated by the social value portal um, and you, you can become a portal member and use their website to measure Tom's um, but there is an annual fee attached to that um, Suffolk County Council aren't a measure aren't a member of the social value portal currently um, but what we are doing is is creating Suffolk Tom's and working with public sector partners currently to um, to look at the whole Tom's framework and reduce it down into a smaller, more manageable size of measures that are most appropriate for us here in Suffolk meeting our priorities. Fantastic. I think that will be so useful, um, so useful for organisations that do want to get involved and, and do want to start looking at measurement more seriously. Um, <clears throat> so watch the Suffolk County Council website for, for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll, of course, come out to you and... Um, and consult with you guys in the content so you'll be you'll be well informed as we go along the way fabulous and we can share that far and wide um so how can local vcse organizations found out find out a bit more information is there any training available um interestingly enough yes yes there is we've got a series of webinars coming up working with yourselves um regarding social value introducing social value in in a in a at a very basic level um, in terms of this is what social value is and this is how you can use it as a, a local VCSE organisation here in Suffolk. Um, to back that up, um, I've been working on three e-learning modules as well, um, which will be available um, later this month. And um, they're just being finalised now. Um, and, and those four modules cover what is social value, putting social value into our tenders in the commissioning process, um, contract managing social value, um, and then lastly, for bidders that are tendering, how to build social value into your bid responses. Um, they're designed as, as 10 standalone e-learning modules, but collectively um, a useful tool for anybody, either as a commissioner or contract manager, or indeed someone delivering social value out in the community. Fabulous. And it's always great to have those sort of digital resources that people can dip into um, when they need to. I think we've certainly learned that over the last 18 months, how important those sorts of things are as well as you know more formal tra training that sits alongside it and those e-learning modules will be available on the website once they're launched fabulous so what would be your three top tips for organizations looking at social value um my three my three top tips would be first map what you're currently doing um so you, you can identify the additionality that you do um, when we worked with VCSE organisations over the years, um, they they find it really difficult to identify social value as additionality, um, because what they do as an organisation delivers value into our communities. Um, so, doing that first step of actually mapping what you do, what what do you do that's good, and then what do you do that's a additionality over and above the main purpose of your organisation. Um, so, for example, being a good employer, um, the, the reduction 
reduction regarding your carbon emissions or good examples of additionality um, that you do as an organisation over and above your main purpose. Um, consider what you want others to do. Um, so using social value as a tool, um, what, what would you want other people to do um, that you can influence um, and ask them to support your community and initiatives that you're working on? So you're using it actually to, to get benefit into our contracts or other public sector contracts. Um, but ultimately, it's improving the community because you're getting that community benefit. As, but using social value as a lever. Um, and lastly, keep it simple and focus on what's, what can be delivered. Um, measurement is great and we need to measure because that's how we drive things forward and that's how we improve things. Um, but so often we see measurement as a barrier. Um, and if we we're focusing on just delivering and moving in the right direction, we can pick up and measure along the way. Yeah, yeah, some really good tips there. I think that that first one about the baseline is absolutely integral. Every time we talk about any kind of impact measurement, um, social impact measurement, social value, all of those kinds of different terms, essentially we are boiling it down to the fact that you need to know what you're doing in the first place and you need to be able to then track a journey and the difference it's made. And then this is that additional bit. Um, and I think if, if we can get organisations across the board following that through from baseline right the way through to the additionality and the social value, um, we would be in an excellent place here in Suffolk. So as we've talked about social value, it, it's been around for a long time. But having been on this journey for a fair few years now, Katrina, is there anything that you wish you'd known earlier that might be useful for others? I wish I wish we'd done stuff at Tom's earlier, um, because now I think we're really ready for it, and the public sector's really ready for it. Um, I, I wish we had picked up and and created stuff at Tom's a couple of years ago. Um, apart from anything else, I think pre-COVID we all had a bit more time work-wise. I think the pace of work so much faster now. It makes gives you less time to do any job at the moment. I think. Yes, absolutely. But then, arguably, the the amount of social value that we have seen during COVID has been phenomenal. And yeah, I agree. If we could have measured that on a Suffolk Toms as we went, I, I think it would have been an incredible, incredible thing to see. Yes. Yes, it would yeah. have been. So something that we ask everyone, and I have asked you this before. <laughs> it's, it's a killer question coming up, Katrina. What's the funniest weirdest or most memorable experience you've had at work I mean last time it was it was pretty incredible with a, a trip across the moors and an incident with a, a petrol station so yeah if, if that's hooked you go back and listen to that please listeners um but yeah Katrina have you got another one for us um I think my most memorable experience this year um was as a speaker at the National Social Value Conference early this year um so I'll I was um, I was on the National Social Value Awards judging panel this year, so I speak at the conference regarding that. Um, but I was also speaking on a conference panel and then also chairing a separate conference panel as well. So I, I went into the office to make sure I had a good connection, but going into the office, um, actually my connection was worse. So I'm sat in the office about to speak at the national conference and I literally had no connection, no way of actually um, connecting through. Um, the the um the lines didn't work through the office IT system. So I'm on I'm on the phone to a 
a very nice chap um, with a very strong Portuguese accent I couldn't understand at all. Um, missed presenting the panel that I was supposed to be at completely. Um, literally just five minutes before the panel started that I was about to chair, remembered I had my iPad in my bag. And of course, using the Wi-Fi connection at work on my iPad, I was able to go straight through and skidded to a hall ready to chair and present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. so memorable. I don't think one one because it was a, a a national conference and it was you know a really good thing to be doing, but actually memorable because <laughs> the Wi-Fi let you down. Good old Suffolk Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, I don't think my stress levels have ever been so high, um, which wasn't helped by the Hoover gradually coming down the office, the very empty <laughs> office in the middle of COVID. Um, you, you really couldn't you you couldn't plan for Hoover to be there at the same time. Oh, catalogue of errors. Couldn't make it up, could you? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we've all been in those positions. <laughs> um, brilliant. So what's the best thing about your role? Not the Wi-Fi, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I love most about my job is meeting and working with so many people. I'm really lucky to work in a, a job that is very project based. So I'm constantly meeting and working with different people. Um, and working at the county council is such a large organisation. Um, there's so many people within the council to work with, but I'm also lucky enough to work with so many people externally as well. So it's great just meeting so many different people. Yeah, yeah. It, it brings a really nice variety to your role as well, doesn't it? So Yeah, it does. So what's next? What are you working on now? Um, just finalising the learning. It's all written. Um, we're just getting it checked and getting some um, expert views on it. Um, which is really helpful to make sure that um, when we're not missing anything and haven't endorsed, it's been good feedback back so far. Um, I'm also working on stuff at Tom's. Um, we're, I've got a number of updates to do to our website. So we've just refreshed our, our annual social value ask mid-year to, uh, to, in, to include our priority guide in COVID um, and the national social value um, policies, procurement policy statement priorities. Um, in doing that, we had a lot of engagement with public health and public health have asked for a social ask. So we've got the annual social value ask, which articulates um, our priorities. And then what we've got effectively then are, is a deep dive into the economic ask um, with, a, with a skills ask with more detail behind it. We've then got our climate change ask behind the environmental theme this social ask then gives us a deeper dive behind the social theme as well. So using social value to really promote and articulate the public health initiatives that we're doing, which I think would be really helpful. Um, going forward, um, I'm, a, I'm a member of the National Social Value Task Force, and I'm also on the steering group for the National Social Value Task Force as well. Um, and we've got a number of subgroups from there um, working nationally, one on climate change, um, one refreshing the social value maturity index, which is there both um, as a tool for the public sector and there's a version there as also for organisations. Um, and we've also got a, a subgroup that we're working now on the, ne the next national social value most national social value conference um, next February. So um, an awful lot going on in, in um, Suffolk currently regarding them um, regarding social value. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, a lot on your plate there, Katrina. Um, I hope you're not planning for any any time off over Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's been lovely to talk to you um, about social value. It's um, as 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 I said earlier, we've both been 
advocates of social value for quite some time now. Um, if people want to find out a bit more, Suffolk County Council website? Is that the yes, we, we, we have a social value page on our social, Suffolk County Council website and it's got all the links and, and all the tools and documents there. Um, and if anybody's looking for something that they can't see on there, they're most welcome to contact me direct. Fabulous. Um, and your details are all on the website, I assume. Um, they aren't currently, but I'll go on and add them following this following this um, podcast. Perfect. Um, I should say to, to listeners as well that this is a journey that Cass is going on um, with you, alongside you. We are looking at our social value. Um, we're starting with a social value statement that, that is on our website. Um, and we are also here to support you if you need uh, any help around anything to do with social value as well so you know either Suffolk County Council or Community Action Suffolk go to one of the two and we can definitely between us point you in the right directions to get you on that journey as well thank you ever so much for joining me Katrina you're very welcome thank thank you to you and also to your listeners as well If you would like to take part in the cast pod do get in touch via our social media channels or you can find mine or briny's personal details on our website www.communityactionsuffolk.org.uk we can't wait to see you bye for now